0: Hey, what's going on guys? So this is actually going to be like a two in one kind of episode because I am going to update you guys on the incredible property that my wife and I, our dream property, our dream home. um, Basically the past couple of days, I know it's been a little while since I've updated you guys, but essentially some really good news. Um, And it actually ties into this podcast and that's what we're going to dive into is why it actually works. Um, the way that we are deciding to go with buying the property. Uh, But the sellers essentially just did not want to do a creative finance strategy. So uh, I had to really approach it from a just sort of standard uh, fix and flip kind of opportunity. opportunity. But it's an amazing, amazing uh, opportunity. I am about 99% sure that we will buy this property. Um, We are still in our 20s and it is on 15 acres out in uh, the upstate in South Carolina, and we are super stoked about it. So anyway, we'll dive into why um, this is really gonna work out and why we're excited about it, so take a listen. You will fail your way to greatness. Most people allow their fear of failure to outweigh their desire to succeed. When you're willing to fail again and again and again, when you make up your mind to become unstoppable, when you make up your mind to become a no matter what person, then that will then give birth to a part of yourself that you don't know right now how to fire your boss build a full-time career and live life on your own terms with investing in real estate you're listening to the amputee investor podcast husband father and dangerously handsome here's your host miles berrio Hey, what's going on, guys? So welcome back to another episode on the podcast. And yes, we are talking about non-QM loans or non-qualifying mortgages. So guys, again, I am constantly trying to learn and grow as a real estate investor. And like I said, I want this podcast to just be a ton of value for you guys. And I just came across something that I literally did not know. uh, And not saying that I know everything, but um, honestly, yeah, I mean, I definitely, definitely have never heard of this. And it's just absolutely just I mean, I just, I feel like me sharing this with you guys, oh my gosh, I mean, I just feel like so many of you are gonna get so much value out of this. So let's kind of just dive into what I just learned. So I learned about this product Um, called a non-QM loan. And and let's first of all talk about what the opposite of it is. So we all know that like in 2008, there was this housing market crash. And of course, the economy wasn't doing so great. But one of the main reasons why there was a housing market crash was because banks essentially were giving out mortgages or loans. Uh, Essentially, if you just had a a heartbeat. I mean, if you could breathe, you could essentially just go get a loan or go get a mortgage on a house. So there were a lot of people that were just over leveraged. They they had loans that they were taking out that they could not afford or pay. So when the economy kind of didn't go as well or pan out as well, I mean, people just started losing homes and it was just at a massive rate. Anyway, it was just a very horrible, obviously we all know the 2008, you know, the housing market crash. And, um, you know, essentially like the government did not want that ever to happen again. So banks have now put in a ton of regulations so that that never happens again. And that's why we know that it is very challenging and very stringent, um, the process to be able to get a mortgage, right? It's so, I mean, you pretty much have to be like the perfect candidate to be able to get a mortgage. Um, and, uh, some of the terminologies is when you go get a mortgage on a property, that mortgage is backed federally by the federal government, uh, by what's called, you know, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So it's, it's backed by a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, um, federal government regulation that has all these different things that qualify you for that mortgage. Now, the interesting thing is, again, in order to get this sort of, you know, federally backed Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, kind of, you know, first time home buyer or mortgage loan or any of the loans that are, you know, federally backed. I mean, you have to, again, like I said, be a a, a perfect candidate with credit score, tax returns, you know, two years of of, of income uh, at, a, at the same job, you know, good job history, um, you know, a, a good debt to income ratio. I mean, just all these different things. Because again, and I and I get it, right? They, they want to make sure that they're, they're not ever going to lend in a way where just, you know, people are not going to be able to pay back loans. But the crazy thing is, is guys, there is a whole gamut. There's an entire industry of people that do not fall within those parameters. Just think about... Real estate agents, think about contractors, think about just business owners in general, investors. You know, these are people that make, you know, myself included, a a high income or higher income. We're self-employed, we make a good income, but we obviously don't want to show on our taxes that we make a ton of money like income-wise, because that means we're gonna pay a ton in taxes. So you find a lot of investors, especially. Um, you know, we offset. You know what we pay in our income taxes um, by owning assets and writing off things. You know, just anyone who's self-employed, you understand, writing off you know expenses and things like that to offset what you pay um, in income tax. Well, that doesn't really, this doesn't suit you. It doesn't benefit you if you're going to go get a mortgage, right? And that's the challenge. So there has, there's been a ton of lenders out there that have seen like, oh my goodness, like this is a, I mean, this is an amazing, uh, uh you know, market. Um, and, and a, a group of people to serve that fall into this category. So there's a number of uh, investors or really, you know, there's a number of lenders that said, man, th- this is this is an entire industry we need to serve. We need to create, you know, mortgage loans or just loans or financing in general that that really serves these people's, you know, these needs for the, the, the people that make high income, but, you know, don't want to show that they make a lot Of of income uh, for tax purposes, right? So there's this thing called a non-QM. Now, non-qualified mortgage. It may sound a little like non-qualified mortgage. It's not anything bad. It's actually these are actually amazing uh, loan products. These are amazing financing products. And uh, essentially, there's a there's different types of non-QM loans. One of them, some of you guys may know a, a DCSR loan, a debt coverage. Um, service ratio. So DC, oh sorry, DS, did I say DCCS? So, sorry, DCSR, <laughs> debt coverage service ratio. Kind of a tongue twister, debt coverage service ratio. ratio. And, and really the idea is the lender is essentially just looking at the asset. So they're not looking at your tax returns and bank statements, all that stuff. They just want to know, okay, if we lend on this product, can can the income from this property support the debt that you would have to service? Which is why it's called a debt coverage service ratio. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details, you know, because you know you would want to you know do your research and talk to you know specific lender that you're working with and figure out how they look at or underwrite the deal specifically for the uh, for the property that you're you're underwriting or looking at buying. But essentially, there's a there's a formula and there's a way that they calculate. Um, a certain ratio that they need to meet and it gives them the ability to lend up to a certain amount, sometimes even 85%, 80, 85% of the, uh, of basically the loan the loan value, the LTV. Um, so, uh, essentially they will look at, okay, what, what, what are the overall, you know, year, what's the overall rent for the year? And then you divide that by 12 you know, it gives you a monthly, you know, gross revenue that you're getting on that property. And then they will look at if they lend up to, you know, let's say X amount, you know, at whatever interest rate and it produces this kind of mortgage payment, does that monthly rent support at a certain ratio, um, that mortgage payment. So anyway, not to get too complicated, the idea is more so to understand that that's like one way that you can get financing on a, on an investment, um, property, um, without having to you know go through like tax returns and um, basically just all the things that are required for a uh, Fannie Mae Freddie Mac you know type of traditional mortgage or loan that you would get at a local bank. Well guys, there is another kind of product insane actually a couple of products that fall under the non QM loan or mortgages. And the reason why I know this guys is because it's actually how my wife and I are going to buy uh, this, uh, this 15 acre property. Now I'm going to try and uh, sort of we put this all in summary and not take too long diving into all the numbers, but essentially the sellers that are wanting to sell this property, uh, they live out in Hilton head. They just do not need the property. They don't want the property. Um, and there's a four bed, two bath that sits on 15 acres of land. Now they are, they're not investors They're not real estate professionals. So they're not really looking at the value of the property because it, it, the, the house needs like a full rehab. I mean you got to put in all new, you know, kitchen cabinets, all new appliances, floors, you know, paint. Uh, I mean it's just a full rehab, okay? It's not livable, but I mean it's amazing, amazing potential. But you know, it's just like one of those really, really, you know, heavy fixer-uppers. But so they're looking at it as like, okay, wow, there's no value to the house. No one wants this ugly house. So let's just value the land. We we think there's just a buyer who's going to look at maybe they're going to demolish the house and they're just going to do something with the land. So they priced their selling price based off of the land, guys. Essentially out here in the upstate area, thirty thousand dollars for an acre is pretty standard, honestly. Even on the lower end, there's definitely you know, you know, properties where it's you know, or areas where it's 65, 70, 80, $100,000 an acre. Um, so thirty thousand dollars for an acre is very standard and very conservative. So if you just do the math, thirty thousand dollars times fifteen acres, you get. $450,000 just for the value of the land alone. Now this is important because what they were wanting to list the property for guys is $340,000. Now I know they'll take lists, even less than that because that's what they were going to list it for. Cause you know, they have to obviously take an account for realtor fees and closing costs. So I know that they would take 280 or 290,000 cash. And guys, the land itself is worth like 450K. We're not even we're not even talking about a fully renovated 4 bed 2 bath. So again I approach a lot of deals with creative financing because again I you know I'm trying to just buy everything I can but they just did not want to do creative finance. So I just said, you know, what? I really have to look at this as like a, I gotta we gotta figure out how to just bring the cash to the table to close on this. And it forced me to look at it more of like a just you know standard fixer up or fix and flip, although I'm not trying to do fix and flips right now in this market, but I had to look at it with that approach and it actually made amazing sense. So there are enough comps that support the ARV being upwards up into the 600,000 at least. Um, on this property with a four bed, two bath, fully renovated on four or on 15 acres of land. So essentially what we looked at is if we came to the closing table with $280,000, we could buy the property cash, we just we'd own it outright, buy it. And then we would put $70,000 um, into the property. So if you do $280,000 plus $70,000 in rehab, your all in cost is 350 grand for purchase and rehab. So now you're all in $350,000. Now, The way we would would get that money is we would obviously use private money. So uh, because of the amount of meat that's on the bone, um, I actually am paying 15% to my private money lender to do this deal. So $350,000 at 15% interest is like 4,000, I think it's like $625 a month. And if you multiply that by six months, you get somewhere around like $27,000. So you have someone who has, now, who would want to do that deal? Let's talk about that literally for like maybe 30 seconds or less. Basically, anyone who sold real estate or sold a property or a business or whatever and they have 350,000 just sitting in the bank. If they are not lending that money out to get higher than 8, 9, 10% interest, they're losing money every day because the rate of inflation and banks are giving you less than 1% a year. That's what most people do. They save money. They just put money in the bank. You know, Grant Cardone talks about that a lot about just, you know, the fact that people just save money, save money. But the reality is is if you're just sitting in the bank, you're actually losing money at the rate of inflation. So, I'm giving someone the opportunity who is not earning any money on their money, if anything they're losing money, now they can earn almost $4700 a month net. We're talking net. Right. So that's kind of where we get the private money lender. It's someone who has cash that they pulled out of a stock market. You know, maybe they've uh, again, they've sold a property, they have just cash, maybe they've just saved up, they just have money sitting in the bank. So my private money lender, which I just secured today, which is absolutely amazing, will lend that money to buy and rehab the property and I will give 15%. So they'll make four, almost $4,700 a month in six months, about, you know, almost $30,000. So it's a great deal for them. But guys, the cost of having that money, plus my cost of buying and rehab puts me all in at about right at the dot of $400,000. After that, so renovating this property, a four bed, two bath, fully renovated on 15 acres and being all in, purchasing a rehab about 400 grand, it would be worth about 600 or more, $600,000 or more. Now this is the amazing part of the QM, the non-QM qm Non non qualifying mortgage product. I just uh, spoke with the lender earlier today, and this is actually one of the ways that they qualify you for um, this being a primary residence. Now they have another way of qualifying you if, if it's a um, an, if it's an investment, um, but if it's a primary residence. So guys, I'm talking to you guys that are self employed. You can't go to the bank. You know, you make high income, but you, you know, you just don't want to show, you just don't show that you make a lot of income because of taxes, um, but you make some good money every month. So what they'll do, it's called a bank statement loan. Uh, bank or, or yeah, bank statement loan product. So what they do is they pull your bank statements for the past twelve months and they look at all your deposits. So let's say you made seven grand because you run a business. So it's not always the same every month. So seven grand this month, ten grand this month, four grand one month. You know, six grand, thirty grand, two grand, five grand. They add it up for the entire year, and let's just say that it ends up being a hundred thousand dollars a month. So what they'll do is they'll take that a hundred thousand dollars gross and they'll just immediately cut it in half. Because they just assume you're gonna have half of that go to expenses. So now you're at fifty K. So if you divide fifty thousand dollars by twelve, now I don't have my calculator with me, I essentially think it's somewhere around six thousand dollars, six thousand dollars or so a month. Okay. So what they'll do is they'll go, okay, so we know that your income based off of your bank statement so they're not just making something up now you actually obviously have to have deposits coming in and they actually don't care about the ending balance. you know they really just want to see what those deposits are. They'll divide by two and then by 12 and that gives you the monthly income based off of your business deposits and just money coming into the account that creates the income in their eyes the way they qualify it that way because it's what's called at p your ability to pay the loan back. So you have to pass the ATP test, your ability to pay the loan. So if you are, if your income is about $6,000 a month and they do, um, so I talked with the lender and he said they used to do 80% of the value. So let's just say at 600,000, the minimum, let's just say bare minimum, you know, the value is 600 K. So they don't do 80% anymore because in the market that we're in right now, they do 75. So if you just did 0.75 of $600,000, you get $450,000. You do not have to put down a down payment. You do not have to have your tax returns. You do not need to worry about debt to income ratio. They essentially just look at your bank statements. It is called a no doc loan, a non-QM, non-qualified mortgage. They look at your income because they know you fall again within that group of people that make high income and you can support a product, a loan, but you can't go to the local bank because even if you make great income, the bank, they have all of these regulations and requirements for you to get a mortgage. So essentially, they will just refinance me out on the property. Remember I was all in 400,000 and that's buying the property. That's rehabbing the property and the cost of my private money lender, um, being all in at 400,000. So not only can I get a 400,000 or $450,000 check written to pay off the lien, but then whatever is left over is obviously what we would net. and uh, it would just be a check written to us like a typical refinance. So guys, absolutely game changer. I hope this totally rocks your world because my wife and I, she doesn't even know this. You guys don't know this right now. I'm actually in Charleston, South Carolina um, for the next couple of days. I'm going to a real estate event tomorrow um, and my wife is out with her friend. Um, I, you know, so a lot of times again, you can do real estate anywhere and everywhere. So a lot of times if I travel somewhere for like a work event or real estate event or whatever, I'll just, you know, invite my family and have my family come out and we'll book an Airbnb and I'll make it like a fun trip for them. So, um, you know, we got kiddos and I'm like working and doing a bunch of stuff. So, you know, we didn't want my wife to be alone. So I actually just covered for her, her best friend to basically come up from Atlanta. So her, her and um, my wife are just out hanging out and she doesn't even know this, that I just got the phone with the private money lender. And he essentially said, we are pretty much leaning towards yes. We're just going to, you know, talk, you know, just sleep on it, talk it over. But, you know, we like it. It's a great um, opportunity. It looks, you know, you've done your numbers. It's it's a very safe investment. It's great. It's six months, um, yada, yada, yada. So super, super stoked. Um, because I know without a doubt, they're going to wake up tomorrow and there is no, I just know they're not going to be like, yeah, we thought about it. We're just not going to do it. They literally have just been like, man, we are really considering this. And I got on the zoom with them again, walked through all the numbers and they're like, yeah, we're really leaning towards yes. But you know, we make all decisions together. You know, this is the husband and the wife, this is the husband talking. So he's just like, yeah, tomorrow we're gonna do that. So guys, I'm really, really excited about this, but I just wanted to share with you guys what a non QM loan is and why it's beneficial and why you should check it out. Go on YouTube. Go read books. Go talk to some people. It is something that you can absolutely leverage, and I think it can really, really help you out. And I will see you on the next episode. This has been another episode of the Amputee Investor Podcast with your host, Miles Berrio.